0: Schedule day, 30 teams know now what is going to happen in the 2022-23 season. At least their opponents are revealed. And we're talking about LeBron signing an extension. A very large, lucrative extension. Two minutes, literally two minutes before schedules dropped around the NBA. We got the loach bomb. Two years $97.1 $97.1 million of an extension. 15% trade kicker. And I believe he has an option, too, for 2024-25. So that right there, that's what we're doing to kick off Keep It at 94. First time we're recording in two weeks because there's been no news or just regurgitated garbage. But finally, we have something new to talk about. And that's LeBron James, that's the news schedule, and all the fun stuff that comes with it. So here we are, Spencer Davies, Brian Fritz. Another episode brought to you by, of course, the BasketballNews.com Podcast Network. Brian, your king stays.
1: Sorry, Bill Plasky. LeBron can't be traded for a whole nother year, so you're stuck with him out there in L.A.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Who wants to say they're stuck with LeBron James? Bill was really the voice of trading
1: him. He was he was advocating that the Lakers should trade LeBron James. They can't trade him for another year now.
0: Yeah, well, you probably don't want to trade your franchise player. Hell no, you probably don't. Probably a little bit difficult do, of an idea.
1: Do people not realize that LeBron, entering his 20th year, is still an elite player? And if you just look at it from a business standpoint and uh, marketing, You do realize that if he stays healthy for most of this year, he is going to become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, another Los Angeles Laker great. So that's kind of something you'd want to keep LeBron on the team for, too.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. And if you look at that roster up and down, it's still not the greatest. But good news in Tinseltown, the king is not going anywhere
1: did anybody really think that this was not going to happen because i i I know that some people were were you i i thought it was (laughs) going to happen the entire time i i I mean (laughs) i I, I think anybody there have been no signs let's put this way that lebron was going to leave i think the lakers would have had to really do something offensive to lebron to get him to even tease wanting to leave now i know some people are like well he's not going to do this for a while he's going to hold it over them So, uh, you know, they'll make the roster moves that he wants. But I think he's basically on the same page with them. I think he's not going to hold this like a guillotine over their heads. And all signs to me were pointing that he was going to stay with the Lakers and sign a two-year extension. To me, the only question was going to be, was there going to be an option for that second year, which seemed very likely, and that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, and it's a third year because he signed a two-year deal and now he's got a player option for 24-25 which by the way in another episode of Spencer is old That's
1: not a three-year deal. It's a two-year deal.
0: Two-year option. Okay, my bad. I got the terms wrong. Oh well. Through 2024-25. I can't do math either. Well, he can't Whoop, day he, break into
1: He can't even sign a three-year deal because of the NBA's 38 and older rule. He <laughs> can only crazy. sign a two-year deal.
0: As I was saying, in an episode of Spencer is old Another episode, I should say. That'll be his age 40 season. We're already talking about LeBron James' son, Bronny, dunking on fools. Only in a positive light, by the way. There's nobody else that's taking advantage of this situation to try and elicit a response out of the king. But what we're, we're talking about is kids at this point, and not, not to touch on that, but I'm just saying, like, wow, I feel old. That's just crazy to me. Just crazy.
1: You do realize I'm much older than you.
0: Yes, I know. I understand that. So I remember 40.
1: When I turned 40 years old, I went skydiving.
0: I don't remember 40 because I'm 10 years from it.
1: Um, <laughs> let's put it this way. If I went skydiving every 10 years, I better, make a, I better book it for next year. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Okay. Speaking, <laughs> by the way, speaking of old... All my friends are getting married and having kids. I'm I'm coming literally off of a, a weekend where I was the best man. I've got a bachelor party to go to in a week. It's going to be fun. I'm actually going to be in your neck of the woods. I'm going to Lake Norman.
1: Oh, okay. Are you, now, are you jealous or are you just having a good time?
0: Oh, I'm having a ball. I'm having an absolute ball. Do obviously, the- there's, there's going to be a time where I'm not having a ball anymore. That's obviously the the body decomposing over time. But I'm having a good time. I'm having I'm having uh you know 30 is the new 20 is what people say, you know. 40 even, is the new thirty.
1: You gotta stop with this age thing, man. Okay, I'm much <laughs> older than you. You know, you're, you're just gonna make me feel bad if you keep doing this. So I so do have a new me. car.
0: I think I, know you do, last time.
1: I wasn't sure if you wanted me to bring that up. You got some new wheels. So. I did,
0: I got a new some new wheels, 2023 Kia Forte. Let's go, everybody.
1: On the yeah, they, up and up. You know what? That's sponsored by the NBA. Maybe somebody could jump that in a dunk contest or something. I don't know.
0: I don't know if Blake's gonna be doing it anytime soon. But maybe. Did we you can get a discount
1: else. being an NBA B writer or, or covering the NBA? Did the NBA hook you up with a discount?
0: I'm sad to report that I got not contacted by the NBA at all.
1: Did you reach out to anybody with the NBA saying I'm interested in Ikea? I did not. And you should have thought of that.
0: I, I wonder if it actually would have made a damn difference. That'd be funny though. That'd be funny. We're, we're what you are you going
1: to do? Roll up to the dealership and say, by the way, I cover the NBA. And as we all know, by the way, I'm Kia NBA is a sponsored. sponsor of the NBA. So how much Who of went? a discount am I going to be getting today?
0: I'm NBA sponsored. You know how pretentious that would sound?
1: <laughs> exactly. That's why <what laughs> I was trying to do it in my pretentious voice. Oh,
0: Lord. Can I get okay. a
1: spot of tea with that as well? Go ahead, good job. <laughs> a crumpet.
0: But we're not talking about my summer and all that escapades and whatnot, I'm sure there's another day, another dollar for that. We're talking
1: about LeBron James.
0: Woo! Actually, we're going to move on from LeBron James because there's not really much else to talk about from LeBron James and the roster that he is continuing along with. Mm. Anthony Davis's contract, by the way, will end the same time as LeBron's if LeBron opts into that option.
1: And Kyrie's will as well once he gets traded there. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Here he
0: goes. Here he goes. Oh, Oh! But, I, I again, low-key, big fan of the Laker offseason, still hasn't addressed all areas yet. Do
1: you think Russell Westbrook will be at their training camp? Yes. Do you think he will get invited to LeBron's training camp that will be taking place before then in San Diego? Yes. Do you think Russell Westbrook will show up to LeBron's training camp that he has in San Diego? Yes. I don't think he's going to show up.
0: Don't think he's gonna show up at all. No, all, right. I, all right, all right. Maybe I think we should he's put a little friendly he, wager on this. I think he's I gonna, gonna secure he plans. I think that Russ is gonna be in a good headspace. That that and I, I've maintained my opinion on that for a number of months now.
1: Do you think he should stop liking tweets that trash Laker ownership and also spout how he was underrated last year because of the stats he put up?
0: That probably would be smart, <laughs> but we all know that sometimes you know
1: can't help yourself.
0: You can't help yourself.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: That you put the words right in my mouth.
1: Let's move on. Let's talk about some of the other big news. That's
0: Schedule! Today. Woohoo! We're breaking down
1: all the games. Every game from October and 18th losses.
0: and on, we are breaking down day by day. We're each gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna pick,
1: we're gonna pick yep. every game. W and L. Starting with October 18th when the season kicks off.
0: Saddle up, everybody, because it's going to be seven hours.
1: Two games on opening night. Let's go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We really, though, we do have a pretty solid opening week for the NBA, though. On the first day of the season, it's going to be Tuesday, October 18th, 7.30 p.m., 76ers at Celtics. And then the nightcap. Your Los Angeles Lakers at the defending champion Golden State Warriors at ring 10 night. p.m. Eastern.
1: That is Ring Night right there. Raise the banner.
0: Raise the banner right in front of LeBron. I, you know, you know how this is going to go. I shoot. You know, I I already picked the Lakers on this one. Already. Whoa.
1: Already.
0: Hey, you. Yeah, you got a hot take out of spin. How about that? Doesn't happen very wow. often. Everybody cherish the moment.
1: How many is Kyrie going to go for in that game?
0: He just won't let it go. He
1: won't let it <laughs> I'm go. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He won't kidding. let it go. All
0: right. Wednesday, October 19th, National TV, ESPN, Knicks at Grizzlies, that could get ugly. Then Mavs at Suns, a uh, a rematch. A rematch of your Western Conference playoffs. So that's big. It's big right there.
1: The Christmas Day games are always interesting because who's going to get the national exposure? And even more so this year, I think, because it's on a Sunday and the NBA normally owns Christmas, but they're going up against the NFL. Yeah, So they got their five games, Sixers-Knicks, Bucks-Celtics, Grizzlies-Warriors, Lakers-Mavericks, Suns-Nuggets. The Lakers-Mavericks matchup, that one's pretty interesting, especially the being in Dallas, but... Those two teams have played really good close games together for the last couple of years. The Grizzlies at the Warriors and the Bucks at the Celtics, those are two mega, mega games.
0: Mega games, mega games.
1: Oh. Those are great. Those are great. And there's no love lost between the Grizzlies and the Warriors. They put no. that on Christmas.
0: No. And here's the thing. Okay, I, I'm i going to go on my rant now. Um, So we had somewhat of some... News Nuggets dropped the last couple days um'm not going to single anybody out because everybody was doing it, but the NBA announces that the schedule is going to come out we're recording this on a Wednesday, literally minutes after the schedule came out, so we're literally live reacting for it to you and keeping it at ninety four very rare occasion very rare because usually stuff happens an hour after we record yeah <laughs> <laughs> but Is it necessary to leak games? Are they that important? Are they on the level of a transactional news bit? Is it really necessary? Could you save yourself some time and just find out the same time as everybody else? It's a game. Like, it's literally an event. It's a game. It's not like this amazing, colossal nugget that everyone's going to like freak out over.
1: But don't you oh, think Oh man, oh
0: man. The Celtics are going to be at the 76ers. Woohoo. Like like what what does that do? I I just I, it just doesn't seem like it's all that important to me.
1: But don't you think it's something that the NBA does on purpose and leaks some of the schedule because they want it out there. They want people anticipating the full schedule. They want some of this trickling out, especially right now because we're in this down part of the year where the NBA isn't talked about that much and the NFL is gearing up. So the NBA says, let's trickle out some games leading up to our schedule. Yeah, sure.
0: I'm sure that's what they're doing. Not but that, like, we're, we're already excited for it though. Like, well, I, I just, I just, I mean, but I, yeah, leak got a game or two, but like, does it really matter to me that the Pelicans on, th- this is not happening by the way, but I'm just saying the Pelicans on February 17th are at the Oklahoma city Thunder. Like, does it matter? Like, I, I, it doesn't intrigue me. It's just like, okay, the schedule is the schedule. It's not like this amazing, defiant piece of information that's going to completely change my day.
1: I'm totally with you there. I'm not somebody who gets super and excited about reporter, the schedule. And as a that's how I
0: feel, too. Like, if yeah. I was given a nugget, yeah, sure, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. They're opening against whoever. Right. But, like, I, I, schedule, release... Twitter is just not my thing. It definitely doesn't annoy me as much as trade machine Twitter or speculation Twitter or whatever like that. Like, that's fine, whatever. But it's just like, is it really necessary? Is it like, we're going to literally find this out tomorrow. Do I have to leak it the day before? Like, at least leak it on the day of.
1: Well, if they've got news, <laughs> if you're given news, you're going to throw it out there if you're, yeah. if you're giving it. I mean, but to me, I'm with you from the standpoint that the schedule is the schedule. I'm, I'm cool about seeing what is opening night. What's Christmas day, things like that. And I think the NBA is doing a really good thing and saying there'll be no games on election day. Cause mm-hmm. we want to emphasize everybody to go out and vote. Um, right on. So I think that's a really cool thing that they're doing. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get amped about the schedule. The schedule yeah. is the schedule. I, I don't for any league. Same with the NFL, whatever. It's just like, it's the schedule. Unless you're like, oh, man, there, there's a week or two where I really want to go to a game. And then you're you know happy to see who's going to play who that particular week.
0: You know? Right. Other than that, it's like, so what? I'm right with you. I'm right with you there. And that's why, actually, I applaud LeBron for two minutes before the schedule dropping getting this deal. Is that hilarious? The timing. We're we're literally sitting here
1: waiting for the schedule to drop. And then boom, the alert comes out and we're like, Oh really? Okay. You just
0: see Woj all caps breaking. You're just like, Oh shit. Something happened.
1: Right. (laughs) Something (laughs) incredible.
0: It is taking a stronghold over everything.
1: By the way, uh, let's see. I might be in LA next February. I could be, um...
0: As he parses through his schedule, the busy man that Brian is.
1: Actually, no, that's not true. That's not what I'm going to be in LA. What am I thinking? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I could go to a game in LA around... It would be right before April 1st, if you know mm-hmm. what's on the docket then. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. How about the night? Be- no, that's on the road. Yeah. God, oh, it doesn't work out again. Mm. Unbelievable. The See, Lakers like, are on the road. I don't even know what's week.
0: going on, but I, I just feel your pain.
1: Well, I was thinking about going to WrestleMania and that could fit in the oh. Laker game, but the Lakers are on the road that week.
0: Mm, that that would make sense. To, to wind Lakers down. The Lakers being in town for WrestleMania. That that would be just, that would be, look. From a distance, I see what L.A. traffic is. I cannot imagine if the Lakers were playing and you had WrestleMania, obviously at SoFi, at the same time. And the Clippers were playing. You don't even put that in there. I don't know what the Galaxy schedule is like. You got maybe, yeah, you got the beginning of the MLB season. You have the Dodgers playing.
1: That could be an absolute
0: cluster you-know-what.
1: So. Um, yeah. In fact, I'll look at the Clippers schedule for around those dates as well. But my guess is they're probably on the road as well because LA The Lakers play the previous Sunday at home and then they go on the road for like five games. I want to say something like that. Uh, Clippers are also on the road.
0: There you go. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Good no, job. It Los Angeles. No, it doesn't.
1: No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Why? You can fit a game in there, like I mean, no, I, leave. I know that. I know Let that the WWE wrestlers take
0: over the city.
1: WWE is going to be using Staples Center for SmackDown for their Friday night show, for Raw, for but I mean, you can't put.
0: Look up know. where the Dodgers and Angels are doing. I bet you they're in town.
1: Mm. So it would make sense
0: if both the Clippers and the Lakers were on the.
1: Well, road. it's only because WWE is going to use their building.
0: Sure. I'm just so, thinking from a traffic standpoint. That's all. I'm no,
1: that, that's all it is. It's they, they, they got to use the building. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. I answer my own question as I continue to talk about it. So, and we don't even know what the baseball schedule is going to be next year. What you got? No, I mean, the baseball schedule doesn't come out until next year.
0: Oh yeah. We wouldn't. Yeah, so we, wouldn't we don't
1: even it. know that yet.
0: Because they're in the middle of the baseball season. Yeah. Didn't think of that. Yeah. Didn't think about it.
1: We're, we're so hyped about this schedule and what we could do around it. We're not thinking straight.
0: We are I know the schedule it, whew, big, big, big time. Big
1: we better time start day. predicting these games if we're gonna get through it. Right.
0: <laughs> Saddle up. Um we would okay. never
1: do that to anybody, trust me. We would we would never do that. Um no. just let's yeah, I would say you only, let's say we'll let throw out a couple other stuff. like marquee games, I guess. Okay, okay that okay, are sure. out there. Um sure. so the
0: we got our, like, returns. I'm sure the people are going to, like, mark their A couple games down. And, like, their, their debuts are, like, one versus two. Like, Chet versus Paolo, you know? Like, yeah, I look I'm sure some the people up. are going to do that. And-
1: well, Celtics play the Warriors December 10th. And then they also play in Boston on January 19th. So we get our rematches there. Mm-hmm. Um, MLK Day will be the Heat against the Hawks and the Suns against the Grizzlies.
0: Those are the those are the, um, the national television games because the yes. Cavs are actually playing the Pelicans on that day as well. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. okay. By the way, so you, we were talking about this just before we started recording. How many national games are the Cavs getting?
0: They're getting nine, but four of those are NBA TV. Okay. So you want me to list those?
1: Hold on a second. That is an absolute disgrace and a slap of the face of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nine national games. Nine. Well. The NBA does not think highly of the Cavs this year.
0: Well, well, they're going to learn.
1: That, that's ridiculous. I mean,
0: I'm not just saying that as a Clevelander. They're going to learn. But I'm team. saying this because I mean,
1: <laughs> we, we don't know what the Nets are going to look like. I'll, I'll use this as an example, Okay. We don't know what the Brooklyn Nets are going to look like. Will they have Kevin Durant? Will they have Kyrie Irving? We, we don't know who's going to be on the roster, right? Yeah. They have 23 national games. Ten of those are NBA TV. So that I means 13 of them are either on TNT, ESPN, or ABC.
0: We're going to have a uh, – it's almost like the Lakers. Like like that, that happened to them or whatever, um, and there was no flexing.
1: You know, Correct. remember that
0: like last year or two years ago or something like that, when a team's really good, but then they're hurt. Clippers, same thing. Clippers were on national television yeah. a lot before – You know, because Kawhi Leonard went down and Paul George was out for half the season, and yet we saw the Clippers on TV a lot. Right, but a lot
1: of that was injury. I mean, the Lakers, just because they have such a fan base, they're always going to get more national games. Now, mind you, if their roster really was horrible going into a year and didn't have any marquee players, then they would still get some national games, but it would be less. Now, with like obviously, with having LeBron on there, they have 39 national games. 12 of them are NBA TV, so it means... 27, if you don't count NBA TV. Yeah, But the Cavs only getting nine, and you said four of those were NBA TV?
0: Correct. Okay, I'll list them real quick, just for Cleveland. Uh, November 7th at the Clippers, that's an NBA TV game. December 6th versus the Lakers at home, that's TNT. The day after Christmas, uh, the 26th of December, they're versus the Nets on NBA TV. Then you have February tw- February 2nd, at home against the Grizzlies on TNT, and then February 10th at New Orleans on ESPN, uh, and then they are at Boston on March 1st on ESPN, then they're in Miami on March 10th, that's NBA TV, versus the 76ers on March 15th on ESPN, and then Capper uh, March 21st at Brooklyn on NBA TV. So those, th- that's the the nine that they have, um, but the ones they have on the big on the big networks uh, are pretty good games. So
1: oh, you want to hear a slap but, in the yeah. face because you just mentioned like some of the rookies, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. excited about seeing like Paolo Ben How many national games do you think the Orlando Magic have? Mm. <laughs> Including NBA TV, three, four.
0: Okay, I was close. I was how close. many? Of the,
1: how many of those are on NBA TV? All of them. Three. They have one game on TNT mm. where they play the Thunder.
0: Oh, there you go. One versus two. What November first. One versus two. What did I tell you, you, bro? You
1: couldn't get the Magic with.
0: Wow. I don't. I actually like. I actually like Magic. Only four I, I, I like national the games too. Like the, the Magic and business. Four,
1: like, four national games. games.
0: This is like the, the first NBA season. Well. It's like the second NBA season where the bad teams, quote unquote bad teams and young teams are actually gonna be fun to watch. Exactly. Like, yeah, you can you can you can slice up the pie a little bit better than that.
1: I I, I agree. I understand they want to get ratings, you want your marquee franchises and everything, but if Bancaro plays anywhere near what we think, then I think people are gonna be excited about watching him. Sure. Let's see what the Pelicans got. Um, now that Zion is Healthy.
0: Oh, you're doing the little buy, uh, you're doing the the click thing. Yeah. The click
1: thing. They've got, well, they've got more than a dozen. Let's put it this way, if I really want to count it out. But they've they've got a healthy dose of games. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18 national games for the Pelicans. Good for them. Good for them.
0: Good for them. They're a good I mean,
1: team, man. Hey, you got Zion. You know, if he's healthy and you know, that's a good team, then I can't blame him. But there's some of these other ones. I mean, like I said, I totally get it. Um, they're trying to get ratings, trying to sell, you know, for everything, but like
0: Who wants to look at Cleveland? There's,
1: there's a couple more that would kind of be like, Hey, um this team's
0: maybe they good. should get <laughs> just get get him a couple
1: more. A couple more.
0: This team has some really good, solid, young pieces. You want to try to get them on TV? Yeah.
1: Just, just think like, about it. I mean, I haven't looked, but I'm I'm sure, like, and deservedly so, like the Memphis Grizzlies have got to bump up. Just um, think about it, you know. You know, the Grizzlies, yeah. I'm looking at theirs national, and it's a long list. So they've got a lot. I'll bet the Clippers have a lot, and they should, considering they're supposed to be, you know, it could be one of the best teams in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that they're... Healthy going into the season, getting Kawhi and PG back. They're, man, they've got a ton of national games. Good Lord. Um, they've got even more than the Grizzlies. So I get that. I, I mean, I totally get it. But, like, there, there's some other teams that's like, you know, even like the Thunder, I'm, I'm looking at them. They've got a healthy dose. I mean, they've probably got, man, how would it, hold on. Now it's on the wrong setting. That's why. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? They don't have that many games. Um, They have four national games, just one on TNT, the one against the Magic. Yeah. But maybe that's why it looked like the Clippers had so many national games. Let me, they still got a lot of national games. Yes. Yeah, and they should. They absolutely should.
0: See, this is when schedule talk can go off the rails. You go through every team, you know, there's like, Oh, how many national games does this team have? This name, this team. Well, I'm not going to count it.
1: Out. I'm just looking to see who's getting some respect like like the Spurs. Does anybody think the Spurs should get a lot of national games?
0: They're going to have like two. They have four. Yeah, I was going to say.
1: 3 mm-hmm. of them are on NBA, NBA TV.
0: TV. There you go. But I mean, and that makes sense.
1: The one on ESPN, they're playing the Warriors.
0: So, I mean, you're going to have a good t- Yeah, exactly. You're not going to see any of that. Like, well, the,
1: the other team I'm really interested in, I'm looking really quick at national broadcasts, and they get a bump up, but it's not huge, is mm-hmm. the T-Wolves. And, yeah. I mean, they should.
0: They should. I mean, they've got a really exciting team, and they have made a bunch of crazy moves.
1: I think they've got 16 or 17 national games. Mm-hmm. So good for them.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I know people are so excited about seeing Rudy Gobert play. Oh, wait. No, but the team has got a fun team, man. I mean, I, I want to see them play.
0: Yeah, same here. They're going to try the Cavs strategy out, and we'll see if it works. Yeah. And I know none of those big guys have the same – maybe still, one or two of those big guys has the same skill set as some of the guys it, guys And people.
1: I know we talk about the Cavs a decent amount here because that's in your backyard. But to me, considering how well the Cavs played last year, considering they've got one of the bright young stars on that franchise – and to only get nine national games, to me, seems weird. It is.
0: Especially because <laughs> Memphis probably got quite a few, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Look up your favorite team and their schedule.
0: <laughs> we didn't quite go through every date, but Brian tried to. I'm kidding. I was just I'm looking kidding. at I'm different kidding. teams.
1: I just wanted to look at specific teams.
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: But other than, other than I know you want to things, talk about Kevin Durant and where we're at right now. So I'll give you the man, floor man, and break that really down it. real quick. You you break that, that down. The meeting now with Joe Tsai, where everything stands right that now. Really
0: wasn't it. You know, me, I don't really like talking about that stuff. I was I honestly know. looking over the Donovan Mitchell stuff. <laughs> the Donovan well, I mean, Mitchell stuff is, 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 uh, interesting to me Well, the, because the, the, there's two more teams that leaked. That's why.
1: Well, the Durant thing, nothing really is different other than no. he apparently went to Joe Josiah and said, um, I want you to fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks or trade me. And I don't think this has done him any favors when it comes to leverage. Josiah quickly came out and said, I support our coach and GM.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think they're really in a pickle now, um, especially Durant, because there's no team wants to meet the asking price that the Nets have out there. And I don't think the Nets are any are interested in lowering that price. I don't know where this is going to go. Is that a stalemate? It still has other moves potentially um, frozen right now. And we're sitting here and playing this waiting game, going into training camp and wondering, is Kevin Durant going to show up for training camp?
0: And then you also have the Kyrie Irving situation. You're That's sure what I'm talking about, about there. Yeah. Like,
1: and, and even, like, what do the Nets want to do, I mean, for the rest of that team? I mean, because, you know, most of their draft picks are going to Houston, you know, for the Harden deal, but not this coming year. So I know that John Hollinger of The Athletic even threw out an interesting thing saying, I know everybody says the Nets can't tank because they don't own their draft, but they have their pick this coming year, so maybe they should tank. Maybe this is a good time that if they're going to trade Durant to lower, to get rid of everything, to to get rid of, you know, or or move a couple of the other pieces, get trade off Kyrie in his final year. Maybe trade, you know, uh, Seth Curry, who's in his final year. Maybe trade Joe Harris, who has two years left, and try to get a top pick and then retool from there.
0: Remember we were talking about James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant being together going into the season at this time last year?
1: People are talking Dude, about the unstoppable force.
0: We are two weeks from September. So we're getting closer and closer to media day and preseason. And none of this has still been resolved.
1: What are we, five weeks away, six weeks away from media day?
0: Yeah, I'm guessing. They haven't announced when media days are, but media days usually around September 24th, 25th, around those days. Maybe, maybe earlier, maybe the 20th or so. But yeah, give or take a month, four yeah. to five weeks.
1: With this whole, the last thing I want to say about the Durant situation that I'm going to be curious about, and I think a lot of other people are, is what is this going to do when it comes to negotiations for the new CBA? Because those have already begun, and I don't think Kevin is putting himself in a very good light. This is once again a player dictating terms, but he's doing it to an nth degree here. We've seen this plenty of times, but to go to an owner and flat out say, hey, You need to fire the GM and the coach. And by the way, I'm one of the people that helped bring this coach here because I wanted him, along with bringing in Kyrie, along with paying DeAndre Jordan an exorbitant amount of money to get my buddy on this team. And not only that, but he has four years left on a deal that is just now kicking in, and a brand-new extension. I don't know what the answer to all this is going to be. I don't know what solution they can try to come up with when it comes to the CBA and what players are going to be open to. But this is an absolute mess that has to be addressed. And I, and I feel bad for the Nets that they're in this mess. I think, I think part of the problem about moving him is, who's not to say that Kevin doesn't do it to another team in a year or two? And that's yeah. where we're at right now.
0: Right, right. I don't know if you saw, but KD had a little back and forth with uh, one of our guys, Tommy Beer, on, on Twitter yesterday. Yes, he did. About that. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, because Kevin's trying to say like, "Oh, it's not you know hurting my my image, my legacy." Like, right. are you sure about that?
0: But he's talking about, you know, how he thinks that everyone else is rooting for a lockout. We couldn't be more wrong about that. I don't want a lockout. I, mean, I don't. Want anyone me. wants a lockout?
1: Nobody wants that.
0: But if you continue to utilize your your power in such ways. There's obviously going to be backlash. <laughs> like, you can't have your cake and eat it. That's basically where I'm at on that. And I'm, I love KD. I, I think KD is one of the best personalities in the league. I think he's great. I think he's uh, a great guy too. But
1: I think he's totally wrong about the way he's handling this.
0: Yeah, I think I think he's handling it in the, in the wrong way too. But he would tell me and you right now that he doesn't care. And why are we talking about him? That, that that'd just be that's just him. Correct. Um, but yeah, I I think there's a more more gracious way to go about this. And also I think that he's trying to fold the cards a little too quickly here because I actually like the Nets roster, believe it or not. I do too. <laughs> um, from one New York team to another, the Knicks. Um, by the way, one national television game that they got, going back to schedule talk.
1: Whoa, or, or, that's I mean, all they sorry, got? Not,
0: not, not, sorry, not one. My bad. I reversed I reverse the roles. The one national television game that the Utah Jazz got oh, was uh, November 15th.
1: That makes a lot more sense. Against
0: the Knicks. And maybe, maybe I misread that.
1: They have one game on TNT. They have three on NBA TV.
0: Yeah, there you go. So that's what I meant. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> just the Jazz and the Knicks on TNT. By the way. So, so, so well done by the NBA here to continue to try and push your stars towards big markets. Uh, but at the same time, New- we all do know that Donovan Mitchell has New York ties as it is.
1: Come on, that's a um, Patrick Beverly Showcase game.
0: Patrick Beverly Showcase game. There you go. Big time, big time acquisition at the deadline coming up. But uh, apparently, according to The Athletic, Sean Strachan, Tony Jones, my guy, um, re-engaging talks between the Knicks and the jazz on Donovan there's nothing imminent um, but talks have picked back up uh the quote is Utah has set a high price threshold high price threshold say that three times fast for Mitchell who so far is believed to be comfortable with either outcome of staying with the jazz or being traded elsewhere the story also notes that the Charlotte Hornets and Washington Wizards are also pursuing Mitchell so that's where we're at with Spida. Um, you got any thoughts on that? I, I, I think it's interesting that they've re-reported that things have picked back up again, even though, again, nothing's imminent. But I think it's significant, I guess, um, for that to come out at this point.
1: Well, we're getting closer to camp, so it makes sense that they're going to talk yeah. again. Um, those other teams being interested, I get it. What, what do you think that they're offering, though? Mm, the Knicks? Well, not just the Knicks. What do you think the Hornets?
0: Oh, oh, oh you mean the Hornets? <sighs> uh, well, you think that Rozier would be in that, no? Because, I mean, obviously the shooting guard position would be something they'd be lacking.
1: Right, but he's got a few years left on his deal and mm-hmm. pretty good move. I'm just thinking
0: from a money standpoint.
1: Right, but know, I mean— You
0: have to— Hayward has obviously been involved in some, you know, yeah. uh rumblings.
1: But if you're and looking don't forget
0: at, where Hayward started his career too.
1: Right. So but if you're looking that. from the jazz standpoint, Hayward's got two years left and I believe Rogier has four. I mean, do the jazz want to commit that kind of money to guys? Hayward
0: would make a lot more sense.
1: Hayward for 2 I can get that, but mm-hmm. Rogier that's the tough one. That's Oubre, why t-
0: Ubre's not fully guaranteed but he's making 12.6.
1: Right, and he's in his final year. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. You know, do they want to break the bank on pick compensation?
0: Maybe. I think the Hornets, I think the Hornets would make a move like that. Because they well one, they need to repair this image that they have because their players have just been getting into trouble left and right this season um, or this off season. And two, you want to compliment LaMelo, right?
1: But is Donovan Mitchell the right guy to compliment him with that? That's a small backcourt that doesn't play defense.
0: They weren't playing defense anyway.
1: But that's the same thing in New York.
0: Yeah. I know. I, I, I mean, but what you're giving up to Donovan Mitchell, you you're pretty much saying we're not going to play defense. Like, you're going to go all in on the offensive end of the floor. Um, especially because, I mean, the Hornets, even though they did address their bigs position, they went out and drafted Mark Williams. I'm interested in that. I want to see what Kai Jones can do. They still don't have great perimeter D. What would, they, um,
1: what would a Wizards deal look like?
0: That, yeah. that, you know, I'm just going to go from team to team here. Shout out to basketball reference. Always being there for me It really means a lot. You have Chris Stops, who makes quite a bit of money.
1: How many uh, years does he left have? To have uh,
0: he has a player option next year.
1: I think he's going to exercise it.
0: There you go. So that'd be two years, just like the Hayward thing, making a, a tad more money. Uh, three more, three million more this year, and six million more if that player option. They've uh, got Will Barton; he's expiring. Kuzma, Kuzma also with a player option next year, thirteen mil each year. Uh, he's going to opt
1: out if he keeps playing like this.
0: Sure. Oh, no, he should definitely get paid if he plays like he did last year. Um, but, yeah, probably KP, Mobarton, Kuzma. Kuzma, depending on what they do. I, that, mean, I mean, you could throw in someone like a Kispert or a Daniel you, Gafford.
1: You've already committed so much money to Bradley Beal. You know, $250 million over five years. Do you really want to commit that kind of money plus the picks? With someone take, who
0: plays the same exact position.
1: Right. Or close enough to the same position. Let's put it that way. That's to, that's why everybody says the Knicks are the leader for getting Mitchell. And I think they are. But we're still going to be, you know, they're still going to be going back and forth about pick compensation because – I think everybody's looking at this and you factor in the KD situation and obviously you put the Gobert situation that made the market go spin into, you know, this crazy free fall. Of how many picks? Then it's like, you know, everybody's trying to like um to right the ship here a little bit, you know, when it comes to how many picks. Like, don't throw out the Gobert trade. And Danny Ainge and the Jazz are like, We're not throwing that out. We're gonna count that. The Knicks are like, No, 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 no. That was that was crazy and they overpaid, and we're not gonna do that. So, so,
0: yeah, that's that's where the Mitchell stuff stands, where the KD stuff stands. But those, that, was, that was literally the only thing we were going to talk about before right. the LeBron stuff came out. Is, so
1: Is there any other fun teams you would like to see Mitchell go to? Fun? That makes sense?
0: Fun. What describes That you think it actually, you know. That could actually work.
1: Can I throw out the Orlando Magic?
0: He wouldn't be happy with that.
1: I'm not talking about whether or not he'd be happy.
0: You're just thinking from Okay. Yeah, sure.
1: I uh, mean, if they wanted to jump start the rebuild a little bit.
0: Uh I mean impossible, but the Lakers make sense. Um
1: Yeah, that's impossible basically. Would the Bulls make sense?
0: They've already got Levine and DeRozan. If you got rid of DeRozan, maybe and moved Levine to the three, but that would be a really short lineup and again, yeah, defense uh optional. Yeah, no, that's that's tough that's a tough one to find. Miami. Miami's the one that, that's been linked to him. Yeah, no, it's
1: not easy. I don't think Miami has enough to get him or K D.
0: No, it'd be the hero thing, is what everyone's saying and, what are we touting Tyler Hero as? You know, he's obviously six man of the year, but
1: is it good that Tyler Hero's already talking about like I've worked really hard this off season to improve for my for this coming season with the Heat or wherever I play? Hmm. <laughs> hey. I think he's heard his name in a few trade. Uh, of course, scenarios. Of course he has. He's of course he he is. not stupid. He's gonna not play it he's, he's you know whatever. <laughs>
0: All right, I got uh, some information uh, to, to go over, and then we'll get out of here. Um, so, the Basketball Hall of Fame, um, 2022, uh, September 10th at Symphony Hall. Uh, presenters have been revealed. Just wanted to, everybody to, to hear who's going in. So, inductee Tim Hardaway. Um, he's being presented by Isaiah Thomas, Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen, Yolanda Griffith, and Nate Archibald. Manu Ginobili, rightfully so, presented by Tim Duncan. Uh, Lindsey Whalen, presented by Dawn Staley and Charles Barkley. Swin Cash, presented by Tamika Catchings, Teresa Witherspoon, Tina Thompson, Isaiah Thomas, and Gino Ariyama. Huggy, Bob Huggins, uh, somebody who also um, coached my Akron Zips before he became a big, big star. Uh, he will be presented by Jerry West and Rod Thorne. George Carl will be presented by Roy Williams, Gary Payton, and Bobby Jones. Marianne Stanley presented by Kathy Rush, Lisa Leslie, and Nancy Lieberman. Hugh Evans will be pre- presented by Reggie Miller and George iceman Gervin. Teresa shank Grants will be presented by Kathy Rush, Charles Barkley, and Vivian Stringer. Coach Dell Harris, uh, everybody's familiar with Del Harris, um, who was born around when I was born. Uh, presented by Nancy Lieberman, John Calipari, and Sidney Moncrief. Lou Hudson, presented by Spencer Haywood and Jamal Wilkes. Larry Costello, presented by Billy Cunningham, Wayne Embry, and Bob Dandridge. And Radovaj Korach, presented by Spencer Haywood. So that's going to be on September 10th. That's three weeks from now or so. Um, But Hall of Fame ceremony is always fun. Um, Enjoy watching those. So everybody, look at that. Bit of sad news to report with Princeton... Head coach Pete Carroll passed away at 92 a couple days ago. Um, Princeton offense, as we've seen, everything in motion. That's literally the game now. So such a pioneer for that version of basketball. Uh, Send out thoughts to his family. Um, Ben Simmons and the 76ers settled their grievance. (laughs) That's another headline that we had up.
1: But we don't know how much for.
0: We don't. That terms were undisclosed, as we like to say. How much of that
1: thirty million do you think he got?
0: Twenty.
1: I'd say, yeah, twenty to twenty-five. Twenty. You, he yeah. you got a chunk of it. He got yeah. a big. And I'm chunk sure of it.
0: that's gonna leak. I'm sure that's gonna leak. Oh yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. But finally, that's behind us. So. That hopefully avoids a lockout. You know, we were talking about lockouts and whatnot. Hopefully that's something that helps the situation. We're,
1: we're a long way from a lockout happening. A long
0: way. I, I would certainly hope so.
1: Yeah, and there's don't forget, so much-
0: too. Sorry. Don't forget, too. Starting tonight, as we record this on a Wednesday afternoon, WNBA playoffs are on. Got four matchups for you. And Nikaias Duncan broke down each one of them because he's really, really good at what he does. Playoff primer, he's got part one with the Aces and Mercury and Sky and Liberty, and then part two featuring the Sun Wings and the Seattle Storm and Washington Mystics. So make sure to check that out. Also, uh, to pat ourselves on the back a little bit, we had some player interviews drop last week while the podcast wasn't going on. I spoke to Jared Allen. He was in Australia. Uh, Doing Basketball Without Borders, Asia Camp, coaching it up. First time he's done it. Really enjoyed the experience. So I talked to him about that. And, of course, the stuff that the Cavs are doing this season, what they've done in the summer, and all that jazz. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out the interview that I also did with Isaiah Livers and John Beeline. Thought that came out very nicely as uh, the Pistons look to – Build upon this uh, offseason that they've had, a uh, really underrated offseason, by the way, I think, um, as they'll hopefully you know, take that next step forward uh, as a young core. I know that Alex Kennedy is going to have a banger of an interview dropping um, in the next couple of days. I'm not going to spoil the name, but let you know, it's a big one. Um, so make sure to keep it locked in to basketballnews.com. You can follow myself and Brian on Twitter. At Spin Davies and at Brian Fritz. Instagram at Spin Davies. Instagram for him at It's Brian Fritz. You can find us as well. This podcast, keep it at 94 basketballnews.com podcast network. We're on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, rate it, review it, and interact with us, please, as we continue to build this thing up I'm telling you big things big things coming here in basketballnews.com big things you heard it here for first not forced
1: first <laughs> this week we ran down the schedule next week we'll tell you who's going to be on our fantasy football teams oh boy here we go
0: i'm just going to exclude myself from football conversations until further notice i am a browns fan though so i'm just it's, it's very, very... Uh,
1: it's a tough conversation.
0: It's a... It's an internal battle. If I, if I could say that. But at the same time, I'm just happy to see football back. It means the DFS is coming in. Um, also got golf championships coming up here. The playoff. Excited times. No, we're not talking about the Saudi League. We're talking about the PGA. Been golfing a lot lately. Have been not playing well at all. I had a really good July. But that's about it. That's You're what's riding. going on in my life. I already, I already ran down what's going on in my life. Brian, if he has anything with his life left, and he can tell us and then we will skedaddle.
1: I'm just looking to get up to Cleveland so he can take me for a ride and your new wheels. Yes, sir.
0: Kia Forte 2023. It's a beautiful blue, too. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But okay, we've bored your ears long enough. We are going to take off now. And until our next episode, everybody stay classy.